0: Welcome back! Thanks for joining us. Another episode of Give Me Some Truth. Sitting here today with Anna, and uh, you know, have you ever been a founding partner before?
1: No, I have not.
0: There you go, founding partner, of Walkner Con and Tax Services. Um, I'm actually one of them too. I'll pat myself in the back. You know, we started this together, so it's fine. No, um, oh, yeah, Nate is part of it as well as as well as Jonathan, our other partner. So lo and behold, the partners of Walkner Con and plus Anna have started Walkner Con and Tax Services. So we're really proud to kind of come out and announce this and go through a little bit more about what Walkner Conant Tax Services is all about, how we're a bit different. Um, and, you know, we've got a website. If you haven't had the chance to check it out, um, you know, you can go to wisconsintaxservices.com and that'll take you right to the site. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're happy to talk about, you know, how this came about being um, Anna came to us. She's an enrolled agent. We looked at her to be a part-time compliance officer, and then as we looked under the hood, she had all this experience in tax, all this experience in uh, financial planning. She's a CFP, CHFC, CLU, enrolled agent, uh, MAMs, just about everything. And and we said, wow, this is a really unique skill set and somebody that can look at something and holistically put something together. And so we started WalknerCon and Tax Services together. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to say that, uh, you know, we have kind of both different sides of tax. And I think we're gonna look at tax a little bit different here.
1: Absolutely. I think that we have a very unique perspective on tax where it's not just a pile of receipts and a pile of numbers and a lot of stress. It's more of a personable Mm -hmm. one-on-one approach to your taxes um, not only looking at you know what you're doing now but a consulting point of view and looking at what you can do better to be more tax efficient and basically minimize taxes that are owed.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's been your same experience but when we've worked with clients it's saying, yeah, I have this tax person, this tax preparer and really it's more of that whole dump the receipts, you know, and go through that painful process uh, around April 15th each year and it just seems to me that what lacks in that whole relationship is that back and forth and also that tax consulting part of that relationship. You know, you have to look at your taxes throughout the year, not just at one spot in, you know, March 1st.
1: Correct. And I, and I think you um, hit it on the head when you said that what lacks is that relationship. It's really getting to know each individual, their family, and not just being that numbers cruncher, um, you know, the the pocket protector sort of accountant.
0: (laughs) I'll say what, you're definitely not a pocket protector accountant kind of of lady. I would say that that is pretty far from your personality.
1: I think I've heard that a few times from my clients where they say, wow, this is not my normal experience with an accountant. Um, Really just like to get to know you like to be able to be a resource so during the year if something does come up you can touch base with me and we can go through the situation or the change and really understand how it's going to affect you and not just have like you referred to waiting until march 1st and kind of um, bracing yourself for what's going to happen but preparing yourself throughout the year and to changes and you know things that come up and having a resource that you can go to
0: And I think the things that you can do during the year that you can do to impact your tax bill, a lot of them just can't be done after the end of the year, just before December 31st. You know, there's things that you have to do via payroll deduction oftentimes. So, you know, first things that I think of HSAs, FSAs, getting those set up, you know, figuring all that out. Um, If you have, you know. IRA contributions are kind of, a, yes, you can get those done after the fact, but um, other things such as, you know, setting up your 401k and having those deductions and you can't just make a lump sum payment. Sometimes people don't even realize that. They just think, hey, I, I got to, you know, I got to put this $10,000 in my 401k. It's like, well, it's not that simple. You just can't do that overnight. You've got to get that all set up, your payroll department and all that.
1: Correct. And it's, re- and it's reviewing your payroll um, withholdings. It's, you know, making adjustments for changes in your household, um, in your life during the year. As well as, you know, planning ahead as a business and looking at where you're kind of coming out in terms of the dollars and what you can do better to maybe maximize or start your retirement and fund your employees retirement. So there's a lot of different things that we can't necessarily do after the year is over and we really have to do a forward looking perspective and um, make sure that we make these changes during the year.
0: And getting those exemptions, rights so you're not giving. <laughs> well, let me ask you this question. If I came to you and I said, yeah, I got an a $8,000 tax refund this last year, uh, what would you tell me?
1: It, well Wow. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be letting the government use your money. Um, yeah, you know, it's definitely your money and you could probably utilize it better. Now, again, on the flip side of that, I do ask people, you know, are you comfortable with this refund? Because let's say you did get that $8,000 refund and some people say, yeah, absolutely. I pay my property taxes with it. We take a vacation. We, you know, a variety of different things that we do with that refund and I'm comfortable with it because in essence, it, it allows me to be more disciplined or we can say, you know, but great, you know, if that's the case, we could, Look at different avenues you could take, some payroll, you know, deduction, or make contributions during the year to different accounts, and basically achieve the same thing. So it's it's really just looking at what what is your goal, and and what are you comfortable with.
0: I like that you're saying that in more of kind of a, I would say in more of a humanistic way, or you know, just having some grace there, looking at inside of yourself, going like there might be a good reason why somebody does something, and not being judgmental on that. Um, I think that a lot of people have that sort of. Uh, feeling a lot of people that are financial advisors or a lot of tax people might have that feeling that, that they get super judgmental and go, well, you just can't give that government you know, your money for an entire year. And you're like, well, there could be an actual good reason. And the other th- part of it is that uh, I do see a lot of people paying quarterly estimated taxes that could avoid that um, by, say, taking a bunch of money out of their requirement of distribution and, and withholding more than they would need to. And then they wouldn't have to pay those quarterly estimates or things like that, where I think that having that knowledge could um, make it so that they don't have to do certain things that are painful for them, particularly as they age.
1: Absolutely. And I always do like to ask the why and what, what are you comfortable with doing? And, you know, is this how you want to do this? Would you rather make the estimates or would you rather just have it withheld from for example your rmd when you take it out and and what are you comfortable with because at the end of the day it's out of one pocket or the other it's just a matter of how do you want to get to that goal and what makes you most comfortable and that's really how i like to work with people is digging deeper and asking the why and are you comfortable with this and there are options we can explore them and if you're not ready to do it this year maybe we can do it next Mm -hmm.
0: and you know i do think that uh one of the things that happens when you become more successful, and we have it right on our website at wisconsintaxservices.com, is that the more successful you become, there is, there is one thing that is almost every time true. It is the more complex your tax situation gets and the more planning uh, is required of that. And I think that's one of the important things to note is that <laughs> A, you cannot avoid filing your taxes every year. You can't just go on taking a year off. You have to do it. And then also, as you get more successful and things happen in your life, you will have more complexity. And then lo and behold, every few years, the legislature likes to change our tax code markedly and everything is just thrown up in the air.
1: Exactly. Whether it is the legislation changing the tax form itself, adding different schedules, um, adding... higher standard deduction, removing exemptions, you know, it's a variety of different things. And as you become more successful, it's really time to bring in those experts and trying to bring in those specialists that are able to really look at your situation, come up with alternatives, present them to you and allow you to focus on your specialty and whatever is making your life more complex and really kind of take that off of your plate.
0: And so, you know, everybody knows the typical tax preparation. I mean, you know, and usually you can start that planning process probably when? You like to see people start that in early February, late January? Is that?
1: As soon as you're ready to, and, and it's I, I really view it as more of a year-round planning process than just necessarily a beginning of the year, first quarter thing. Um, whether you want to start planning early in the year, whether you want to start planning after you've filed your taxes, and just really having that forward perspective on your situation and, you know, maybe knowing as much as you want to know about it or as little as you want to know about it, just whatever you're comfortable with. And, and really planning to make sure that you're doing what you can to obviously give the government what they're owed, but obviously minimizing tax you pay.
0: Yeah. And I think that one of the flaws of people that are tax preparers is that their goal is to minimize your tax in that one year. And instead of giving that forward look at it and say, well, actually 20 years in the future though, how does your tax situation change and can it be made better in this year by perhaps paying some tax or by perhaps recognizing some capital gains in that year in the right situations?
1: Absolutely. It's really just looking at, you know, gain, harvesting and loss losses. Um, Section 179 deductions and whether it makes sense to take that in its entirety in one year or spread it out based on projections on how your business is going to do in the changing environment. Um, different contributions to retirement accounts and the nature and way you're doing that. So it's a just a variety of different things, and it's not you know one size fits all. It's not one solution fits everybody. It's looking at your entire plan and your tax um, goals and really your goals as a, as they stand financially and as your plan stands.
0: Well, I think you specifically then give them because you're obviously going to be doing a lot of the tax preparation, the tax consulting. Um, I think you give a unique perspective because you do have that CFP hat as well as that enrolled agent hat. And you've got experience both in tax and financial planning, which I think is so inherently important because of the exact thing that I referenced a moment ago, which is, you know, everyone that I, when I see that people are tax preparers and they have that yellow pad and they've been doing taxes forever and they're, you know, 60 plus years old, not that there's anything wrong with those types of tax preparers, but let's just say they're a little more old school and they're looking at things from their lens saying, okay, well, make sure that you put your money in that traditional IRA, that 401k, and don't worry about it. And you know later on, you can pay your taxes instead of looking at it from your lens, which might be markedly different.
1: Absolutely. you know, it's not that I'm just saying, okay, this is the one, you know, kind of rabbit in my hat, just put this money in this retirement account and it'll minimize your taxes. It's saying, but does that really make sense for your situation? And holistically, my background as a financial planner allows me to say, okay, well, there are options and these are a few options and these are the results of these options. And let's work on what makes the most sense for you, not just our short-sighted, this tax year's answer, you know, the long-term and planning together and and really understanding the effects of what different contributions can do to your future and your distribution plan in the future.
0: What I'm really excited to geek out with you about is like the mega backdoor Roth. Like I, I, I love Love the mega backdoor Roth, but Basically, no one ever does it. And I just think that's one of the greatest planning opportunities that no one ever takes advantage of. But uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Maybe we can do a future podcast just specifically on the Mega Backdoor Roth. Um, and I'd be intrigued to hear if you've ever like pulled it off with a client, because uh, I've, I've seen very few.
1: Yes, um, that's actually one of my... Uh tax funding soft spots, which I love. And, and it really has a unique place in time. And we'll just maybe lead into that and you can tune in for more.
0: That's right. Good. Good teaser. I like that <laughs> in a future episode. Excellent. Um, you know, as far as our, our tax services, you know, what would you say that uh, makes the process more simple than perhaps other tax preparers? Uh, you know, how do you foresee kind of being able to go through that process with our clients?
1: Um, I think I really just have a different perspective on how we get to it and I'm more conversational and I really look at trying to simplify it, whether it's the use of technology, whether it's the use of information that we can kind of obtain, it's not going to be piles of forms and stressful to make that conversion here. It's really going to be an easy process and, you know, maybe the first year more of a learning process for both parties, but really just kind of understanding one another and having the connection all year. This isn't just a once a year conversation. We, you know, you'll have me as a resource. So if something comes up, you just give me a call. We can chat about it. We can consult about it. We can zoom about it. Really just more of a unique situation, not just um, data processing.
0: That's exactly right. And I think that we strike a good balance in our firm, just in general. And that's a lot to do with our, the ages of a lot of the uh, people in our firm, um, you know, we have that balance between that personal contact, personal contact, and then also the use of technology and how we can have that enhance our relationship and have a back and forth conversation with somebody. Um, that isn't necessarily face to face. I think we do a very good job on, um, you know, video marketing, video, um, you know, chatting and things like that, uh, going into Zoom meetings and doing all that. We are before COVID. We were very well versed in that. And now we're even better at it In document sharing now um, because everybody seems to be used to being able to pull down things in PDF now. It makes our job a lot easier and we can data gather on the front end so we can spend more time in our relationship So the more that we can allow technology to assist us on the front end, the more that we can spend in a one-on-one relationship sort of environment um, and then give you really good actionable items, too, to implement on the tax side. Um, And then, you know, in addition to that, I would say that, uh, you know, we can provide both the wealth management and the tax services. And just said from a compliance standpoint, uh, briefly, you know, these are two separate entities. Um, It's two different revenue streams. It's two different everything. uh, But there is a transition that people can make from tax services over to financial advising or from financial advising over to tax services, depending on what sort of relationship you have with us. And many of our clients will, you know, engage us for both of those and it'll kind of be a separate agreement for both, or somebody might start out on one side and transition also to the other side of it. So I think it gives us a a unique way to kind of bring everything all together and give you that holistic place and have more of a one-stop shop.
1: Absolutely, and it allows a more comprehensive view of your plan. Um, A lot of times when you're working with a financial planner, they they often have to use the disclosure, please consult your tax advisor, where we'll have that in-house here, and we'll have the ability to take a different perspective and not just kind of say, I'm not certain or leave that ambiguity there.
0: Yeah. And I think it also allows us to dive into that financial plan and grab that little nugget out of there. Um, that taxation is such an important component of there and being able to project out to future years as far as like even something as simple as a Roth conversion. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes we do exactly what you said. We've had to do that in the past, say, Hey, you got to check that or restricted stock units. I think are a great example of that. You know, you're getting this stock-based compensation in some way, shape or form. What sort of impact does that have in my taxes and what could I do to minimize that in that year?
1: Correct. And it's just really being able to have the ability to look further into it, having the team here that can understand really what these different um, tools that you have and avenues and, and really ways that you can have your invest investments and how they can really work with you on the distribution phase as well.
0: So who would you say would be kind of um, ideal people to come see you and engage with you in tax services?
1: Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, the ideal client would be one that wants to incorporate planning into their taxes. Um, Somebody that, you know, maybe saying, I'm not necessarily thrilled with my accountant. It feels like I'm a number, not a person. Um, Somebody that's nearing retirement and wants to see a change in their life. Um, Someone who's a business owner and maybe has been doing their taxes and just feels like we need that next level. So a variety of different people could really take advantage of this, you know, more of a tax consulting and really understanding their position or having, you know, maybe more of a specialist take over their position for them because they're not comfortable um, doing their own taxes any longer.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great uh, moment where somebody reaches that point where they go, eh, this is a little bit beyond me now. I've got uh, 1099s flying in. I've got some restricted stock units, and now I've got to really do some planning on that. And I would say, you know, is, is there anybody that you say isn't a fit? You know, somebody that probably shouldn't look at our services because, you know, I think that a lot of people will, it'll resonate with them, say, you know, this this does make sense. But there's anybody that probably shouldn't.
1: Um, You know, each situation's unique, so I don't know that I can necessarily target anybody that really wouldn't want to explore it and see, you know, see if it's a good fit for them, see if we're a good fit for them. Um, It's anybody that really wants to dig deeper into their tax situation and really understand, you know, what they could be doing better. So it's one of those try it on sort of things.
0: Yeah. And I think that if we find somebody that isn't, uh, doesn't need that level of service, you know, we'll be very upfront with them and just say, "Hey, look, you're probably better off doing a turbo tax or something like that. Or if you're looking for the, the cheapest, absolute less expensive, you know, thing, maybe going into a tax layer software makes sense for them. Whereas, um, if they need somebody that you know gives them expertise in everything and they're willing to pay for that, then we might be a good fit. So, and I th- I'm glad that you said it that way. I think that's a good way to say it that way. Um, and you know, in the end, we want people to be taken care of. And obviously we grow via referral. So, you know, we want people to be satisfied with the advice that we give and uh, give them holistic advice where we spend the actual time that they require.
1: Absolutely. And I always like to say referral is the best compliment. So please do not keep me a secret. If you feel like I've helped you or you feel like our firm has helped, you know, we definitely want to be out there and helping other people and as many people as we can.
0: So if you'd like to uh, contact Anna, I mean, a couple different ways, you can always contact her through the website, WisconsinTaxServices.com. Um, You could check us out there as well, just kind of see what we're all about. Um, we intend on putting up some content as far as actionable content that you can use via the blog posts that we have. You'll find us on social media. You'll be able to follow us there as well. And then if there are any questions or anything, you know, don't hesitate to you know, either book an appointment with us directly. Anna's calendar is right there. Um, there's no cost. There's no obligation there in the appointment. We go through kind of a get-to-know-you sort of meeting, try to understand what you all want to try to accomplish, and then from there uh, we can determine whether or not you'd be a good fit, uh, mutual fit, uh, whether or not you like us, whether or not we um, not necessarily like you or not like you, but whether or not we're a good fit for services for your particular situation and then uh, we can move on from there and then, you know, get an ongoing engagement going on. And you'll have some, uh, some sort of quote or price certainty on that as well after that meeting. Anna can uh, get that to you as well. So uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, contact us, contact myself, Clint Walkner, if you'd like to. Um, and I'd be happy to discuss all of those uh, with you, um, you know, in greater detail. And we can also get um, Anna involved in anybody's uh, situation. And then she also uh, will also, you can find her on uh, walknerconda.com uh, for financial advisory services as well, should you want to engage her first on that avenue. So thank you for joining us on another episode of Give Me Some Truth, and we'll see you soon.
2: Walkner Condon Tax Services and Walkner Condon Financial Advisors are separate and independent entities. This podcast does not constitute or imply a joint venture partnership or formal business organization of any kind. Walkner Condon Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with the SEC. The opinions expressed by the participants of this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of Walker Conan Financial Advisors or Walkner Conan Tax Services. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented in this podcast is for educational purposes only. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk, and unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Thanks for listening, and for further information, please visit wisconsintaxservices.com and wachnercondon.com.